If you're not going to wear a mask in Bali, the police might make you do push-ups. Hungary orders an LGBT publisher to print disclaimers on children's books. And an Australian man missing for 18 days survived on mushrooms. These are the Weird Stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. My name is Jonesy. Thank you for joining me today. I got some weird stories from around the world, and I'm recording in a closet, baby. Hey, Mainstream News. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Finding tourists who don't wear their masks with push-ups. If fines and the threat of deportation won't get tourists to wear their COVID masks, maybe a little bit of exercise will. According to the media, anybody not wearing a mask in public in Bali is either subject to a $7 fine, or if they can't pay up, they got to drop and give you 50 push-ups. The push-up number is reduced to 15 push-ups for people wearing the mask improperly, but, you know, wearing a mask nonetheless. So if you got one of those... I'm just going to wear it over the mouth situations. Then you got to give 15 push-ups. But if you're not wearing a mask at all, it's 50 or pay seven bucks. Now, it doesn't say if that's $7 in Bali, Bali bucks or seven in my bucks. Uh, seven Bali bucks, by the way, is probably about five cents, my money. <laughs> it's like, uh, I know this because I've been to Bali and I got a food delivery that cost me 25 cents. I was, my mind was blown at how much my money went over there. How much my money went. That's that's proper English, Jonesy. Thanks for bringing your public school education and your terrible grasp of the English language to this five-day-a-week podcast that we're all subjected to listening to. Okay, back to the article, guys. <laughs> we have a quote here from a Bali police officer, and I'd imagine that's a great place to be a police officer, Bali, because it's just such a beautiful place. Just a tropical island all day long making people drop and give you 50 push-ups in the mud. What a great... What a great gig for law enforcement in Bali. The cop said, respect for the wearing of the mask by foreign tourists is extremely low. First, they say they didn't know about the law. Then they say that they forgot about the law and that their mask is wet or that's damaged or they lost it, whatever. Uh, Yeah, tourists are not being respectful over there. I mean, at this point, you cannot say that you didn't know about a mask law. I mean... There's a mask law globally, I assume. Every country has mask laws at this point. So that's no way to get out of this. And the real problem is the foreign tourists. Officials are estimating that 90% of the people who are caught not wearing masks are actually foreign tourists. Uh, More than 70 people have received the mask fine in Bali, and 30 have been subjected to (laughs) push-ups. Uh, are, the, are the 30 foreign tourists as well, though? I find it hard to believe that the foreign tourists don't have $7 on them. Uh, now, I know Bali is a cheap vacation spot, but $7, really? You're a foreign tourist? You're in Bali? You don't have 7 bucks on you? I find that extremely difficult to believe. I think they just they would just rather not pay it. They're like, you know, oh, oh it's push-ups? I mean, because never in your life do you have the opportunity to do like a physical activity to pay your fine in lieu of cash. So taking advantage of the moment, I might do 50 push-ups as well. What do you want, jumping jacks too? I'll do some pull-ups on this pine tree. How about that? Personally, I would have loved to have been in the room when they decided that push-ups were going to be the solution to this. <laughs> as if the fine isn't low enough. Like, we need something else. What what can they give us that's free? Oh, they can give us some of their sweat. <laughs> Get them on the ground. Make them do some push-ups with their face in the dirt. I mean, what other solutions did they come up with? Maybe we'll make them sing a song. How about that? You make them sing. 
Hey, I'd like to see some of these tourists beatbox. I think that'd be fun if we made them beatbox instead of paying a fine. Well, what if they teach us some swear words in their language? How about that? That doesn't cost anything, and, and I think that's valuable information, of course. And we get a lot of laughs around the precinct if we could all swear in, let's say, uh, French, you know? What if we made them do the chicken dance? Oh, I like that one very much. <laughs> Hungary orders LGBT publisher to print disclaimers on children's books. Hungary's government, which has made hostility to LGBT people a central part of its agenda, on Tuesday ordered a publisher to print disclaimers identifying books containing, quote, behavior inconsistent with traditional gender roles. <laughs> oh, my God, this is ridiculous. The government said the action was needed to protect consumers. Oh, protect consumers. Oh, wow, you're so concerned, Hungary government. Protect consumers from what? From being happy? <laughs> from... Living the life of happiness and freedom. Uh, the dangerous ideas that are located in, within the, the confines of this LGBT children's book. My goodness, my goodness. Protect the children from these things. Universal love and other principles. <laughs> the government says the action was needed to protect consumers. After some association for lesbian, bisexual, and trans women published a fairy tale anthology titled Wonderland is for Everyone, which included some stories with LGBT themes which is totally fine. I don't see what the big deal is. This, obviously, this is a problem with the Hungary government, which I wasn't so familiar with. Um, it sounds terrible. Uh, this book, whose authors say is intended to teach children to be respectful of people of all backgrounds, features a tale of a doe who was granted a wish to become a buck and a poem, a poem about a prince who marries another prince. Other stories depict minorities in a positive light, including Roma. I don't know what that is. Roman? No, it just says Roma. Roma and disabled people. The character Snow White is renamed Leaf Brown and has a dark skin. Here is a quote from the government office. The book is sold as a fairy tale, called so on its cover and designed accordingly, but it hides the fact that it depicts behavior inconsistent with traditional gender roles. Dude, you're talking about children's books here, okay? I saw a children's book that was called, it was entitled like um, "Alligators That Fart" or something. I mean, it was just ridiculous—the sort of fantasy books that you have for children. I mean, really, you're gonna you're gonna just put these confines on children's books? <laughs> it's like there's stories where the kid's best friend is a dragon. I mean, <laughs> are you out of your mind, Hungary government? And, I mean, this behavior by the government is wrong on so many levels. First of all, the, the book obviously is teaching children to be respectful of people of all backgrounds. What is wrong with that? That's, a, that's something we need in the world right now. People that are respectful of all backgrounds. You know, I've just witnessed the Capitol building in my country be torn apart because people aren't respectful of all views and backgrounds. Is that what you want? In your country as well, Hungary, because you're just going to split people right down the middle with moves like this. Really, take take a lesson from the U.S., my friend. You want people to be, you want children to learn to respect people of all backgrounds, all sexual orientations, everything, colors, religions. And it's books like this that can help lay the foundation of that. Okay, that's, that's A. That's point A. Point B is you're immediately uh, passing the buck on the responsibility of the parents when you do such things. Parents, when they choose a book, 
or a movie or music or whatever it is for their child should familiarize themselves with the content that lies within before they purchase that for their child. Okay, so the parent, it's the parent's choice whether they want their child to be exposed to stories about LGBT relationships at a certain age. It's the parent's choice. It's not your choice, government. It's the parent's choice. And therefore, when you do this, you, you're removing the choice from the parents and you're allowing parents to just, you know, not stop and take a parental responsibility action in that moment. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to get off my soapbox here. Okay, uh, the bottom of the article says, in May, Hungary voted to end legal recognition of trans people. In November, the government amended the constitution to, de to declare that in a family, the father is a man and the mother is a woman, meaning that homosexual and trans couples could no longer adopt children. I mean, this kind of stuff is just, you're taking a step back in your culture is what you're doing, really. Um, it's 2020. I don't know if Hung Hungary has gotten the memo but it's 2020, Hungary. Did you get the memo? There's gay people. There's trans people. There's hot and spicy Cheetos. I mean, get with it, Hungary. An Australian man missing for 18 days survived on mushrooms. Yes, a man was missing for over two weeks. He was found after surviving on mushrooms and damn water. Drinking the damn water. Is that damn water or like damn water? Or like, damn water, son. Like, which damn water are we talking about? Search efforts were launched after Robert Weber, age 58, went missing in the state of Queensland. And then they were called off. Police say as soon as the search effort was called off, they found him near a dam on Sunday by a property owner who has been identified as an Australian local politician. Mr. Weber was suffering exposure to the elements, but otherwise was safe and well, police say. Before Sunday, he had been seen leaving a hotel in the town of Kilkavan with his dog on January 6th. He ran into trouble when his car got stuck in the dirt on a farm road. Oh, this accent is terrible. Let me, let me repeat that. Uh, before Sunday, he had been seen leaving a hotel in the town of Kilkavan with his dog on January 6th. He ran into trouble when his car got stuck in the dirt on a farm road. What happened to the dog? Did he free the dog? B, run, B, go, get help. Bring us help. <laughs> Police say Mr. Weber spent three days in the car before running out of water and setting off on foot. He then became lost but remained near a dam where he survived by sleeping on the ground, drinking damn water, and eating mushrooms. Hey, he's very resourceful. But why didn't, he, why didn't he keep walking? I mean, he was on someone's property. I assume it, you know, it wasn't that far from the house because the politician just probably went for a stroll and discovered him. An extensive air and ground search was suspended, though, after failing to find him during the first 18 days. But local property owners and the police were told, keep an eye out for this guy. Now, a politician named Tony Perrett and his wife were reported to have found Mr. Weber on Sunday, only two miles from where his car had been discovered after searching their cattle farm. Here's a quote from Mr. Perrett. He was sitting under a tree near a dam waving at us. We've been past this dam on numerous occasions over the last week or so, and when we saw him there, it was just quite extraordinary, really. <laughs> He'd been sitting there. For... <laughs> You're just waving. <laughs> hey, over there. I'm almost dead. I'm... Help me. I'm... I've been living on mushrooms, and I'm <laughs> losing weight rapidly. I'm tripping balls over here near the dam. I thought the dam was a UFO for the longest time. But now I see that it's just a dam. Could you save me, please? Mr. Weber's dog has not been found, the article says. My goodness, how do you not find the dog? Guys, get on the case for the dog, the poor dog. 
The dog's not going to live on shrooms and damn water. The dog was like, what are we eating? I'm out of here, bro. I will see you later. No, no, you stay near that dam and eat. Eat the mushrooms, bro. All right? I'm a dog. I don't eat mushrooms, okay? I'm going to go try and catch something that's tasty. I'll see you later, bro. <laughs> Maybe the dog found the opportunity just to bounce on this guy forever. Oh, this guy always getting lost in the woods. Not this time, buddy. Not this time. I'm out of here. Oh, man. He's eating mushrooms. The last time we spent five weeks eating sprouts. I'm not doing that again, Robert. I'm out of here. Yay! Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for listening to another episode of Weird AF News. You could be doing anything, but instead you listened to this, and I am grateful. I have so many shout-outs to give, starting with an email I got. Uh, Vivian Steele wrote me a lovely email with the title, You deserve way more recognition and money than a lot of so-called influencers, <laughs> which is sweet. Thank you. I agree. I deserve more recognition than influencers, but, you know, they're very attractive, and I'm not so. So they get that. Uh, the email from Vivian, which is wonderful. Just to say I love your weird news and listen every day, you make the world a nicer place for sure. I'm from Blackpool, UK, so letting you know that chock-a-block means very full, hardly any room. And Zimmer frames are what you call walkers. And there's nothing wrong with queuing, LOL. It's a fab word. Your song about hunting Bigfoot was totes hilaire, i.e. totally hilarious, if you are posh, which I'm not. And finally, I'm impressed that you know Frank Zappa as you are so young. I discovered weird news by accident on my Google Home, and it makes my day in these depressing times. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for what you do, Vivian Steele, which is, you know, make people smile with your amazing emails. And uh, that's exactly what I did when I read this. So I appreciate that. I got a new patron named Michael Conroy. Thank you for joining the Patreon, Michael Conroy. Michael Conroy, join the Patreon. Sing it, Michael Conroy, join the Patreon. He joined it. Enjoy the extra content. Michael Conroy, enjoy the extra content. Michael Conroy is the bomb. Michael Conroy, you are the bomb for joining the Patreon. Or, uh, enjoy the extra weird content that lies therein. Uh, also, what do we have here? Oh, then I got some people who reached out on Instagram. So here we go, Instagram people. Uh, Brina from the UK. She wrote, I have a small group of friends listening from Cheltenham. Uh, and she asked if I believe in Bigfoot. Well, shout out to you, Brina, and everyone listening in Cheltenham, Cheltenham UK. Um, I'd love to hang out with you guys. Maybe someday I'll we'll make it over there. Uh, save me a seat in Cheltenham is what I'm saying. And she asked if I believe in Bigfoot. And I said, I asked, I said, no, I answered that in the, in the episode yesterday. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the Bigfoot song, by the way. It's, it's, it was stupendous. Um, okay. Then what else do we have here? Jessica Avia from SoCal. Just a big what's up to her. Uh, Scott and Jenny from Lincoln, UK. Uh, Scott wrote me and the missus listen to weird AF news every night in bed. I love counting down the days till Florida Friday. You make our day every day, my friend. Uh, you make my day, Scott and Jenny for being fans of the show and sending me a nice message. Then I have Logan and uh, his mother, Maria, from South Carolina. He writes, love your podcast. It's, uh, it's our morning routine. We listen while mom is getting ready for work and I'm getting ready for my college classes. Oh, I'm so, man, I'm just so humbled and grateful to be part of your day. Uh, thank you so much, Logan. Shout out to Logan and Maria in South, in South Carolina. Also, a big shout out to Mark Lear in New York. And then we have... Uh, Yami Rotten from Akron, Ohio, who wrote, uh, thank you for brightening my mornings, especially in times like now. You've given me reasons to smile and laugh in times where I didn't think I could, which is like the sweetest thing, man. Oh, that's just so lovely. Thank you, Yami, for reaching out with that nice note. Uh, also, Adelina in the UK. Big shout out to Adelina. She wrote, I love Weird AF News. I listen to it every morning. It literally makes my day. 
Thanks. And you literally made my day, Adelina, with your kind uh, message of support. Also, shout out to Allison from Halifax, Canada. Love my Canadians. Also, we have Sarah P. from Texas. Big shout out to Sarah P. from Texas. Jorge Bogota in Colombia. I mean, tremendous that I have a fan in Colombia. I never thought in a million years I'd have someone li- listening from... Bo- well, I said Bogota. It's Bogota, right? Did I get that? Bogota. <laughs> so stupid. There was someone named Abe Bogota, though. That's what, that's what I was thinking of. Was that an actor? I can't remember. Bogota, Colombia. Please forgive me. Jorge, I appreciate you. Jorge wrote, I'm a big fan, especially Florida Friday. Look at that. I'm spreading the Florida news all the way to Colombia. Isn't that amazing? Aren't you guys happy that I'm spreading the culture of degeneracy down to... <laughs> oh, man. Imagine I spread, like, the news of Florida everywhere, and every place that starts to learn about Florida gets, like, like contracts a meth addiction. <laughs> oh, man, that's terrible. I have nightmares of such things. I could never live with myself. Uh, okay, well, thank you guys for reaching out. You can do so by sending an email to funnyjones at gmail.com or... On Instagram, it's at Funny Jones. You can be like Michael Conroy and join the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or going to weirdafnews.com. As always, you can call the show, too, if you want to, you know, say something. 646-450-2012. Phone lines are open.